Welcome back to the Parker Keen Podcast. This is episode number three. In this episode, we're going to talk about some upcoming fights. Um, I'll give you my breakdown, some early picks, early thoughts about everything. So let's get into it. Here we go. Alrighty, this weekend we've got Jessica Andrade defending her strawweight title versus Wee Li Zhang. Uh, Wee Li Zhang, 19-1, Chinese fighter, coming off a decision win over Tisha Torres. Back at UFC 235, then we've got Jessica Andrade, who came off that big KO slam of the champ, Thug Rose Nami Yunus. So, uh, not a lot to say about this fight. It's going down 5 a.m. Saturday morning in China. Um, you know, may catch the main event, but, uh, you know, two strong strawweight fighters should be a good fight. Will be pretty interesting to see how they put that fight on down in China and, um, you know, what kind of turnout and reception the UFC gets in China. Okay, moving along. Coming up on September the 7th, we've got the Abu Dhabi card. I want to talk about, um, the main event and the co-main event. In the main event, we've got Khabib Nurmagomedov defending his title against Dustin the Diamond Poirier. Um, and then in the co-main event, we've got Edson Barbosa taking on Paul Felder. So I'm really, really looking forward to the main event, Dustin Poirier versus the champion Khabib Nurmagomedov. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a great fight. Um, it's going to be really, really interesting to see how you know, Abu Dhabi receives Khabib and what a superstar he's going to be there. And just the whole scene around that fight should be pretty interesting for fight week. Um, you know, I, I think everyone knows what to expect with Khabib. He's going to come out. He's going to try to get you to the ground. He's going to try to beat you down. and He's going to try to finish you. Um, for Dustin, I mean, this is a huge opportunity for him. He's been someone that's you know, he's been around forever at 145 and then up at 155. Um, the last couple of years, he's really been on a terror. I think since he lost to Michael Johnson back in 2016, he's beat Jim Miller, Anthony Pettis, Justin Gaethje, Eddie Alvarez, and had a decision win against Max Holloway. That's a pretty fucking awesome resume. Um, if he could add, add Khabib to that list, I, I think he's going to be one of the best fighters pound for pound in the world um, really like that guy and I'll definitely be pulling for Dustin to get the job done um, for Khabib I think he his game plan is just to do what he always does and you know make the fight ugly take it to the ground hold Dustin down beat him down wear him down and then finish him um, the winner of this fight I think has to get Tony Ferguson Tony Ferguson, to me, right now, is one of the best fighters in the world. He's on a 12-fight win streak at lightweight, which is the most ridiculous division in all of mixed martial arts. Um, the UFC lightweight division is so, so stacked. And to see what he's been able to do in that division, he deserves a title fight next. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I think either Khabib or Poirier versus Tony Ferguson is an incredible fight. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I think that's going to be a, a great fight. Um, also on that card, we've got Paul Felder versus Edson Barbosa. Um, this one's just going to be a really fun fight. Every fight that these two are in is a fun fight. Felder's coming in at number 10. Edson Barbosa's coming in at number this is a rematch. These guys fought back in 2015 where Edson Barbosa won a unanimous decision. That fight was fight of the night. 
and I really don't see any reason this couldn't be fight of the night and an awesome warm-up for the main event. So yeah, really looking forward to those two fights on the Abu Dhabi card that's coming up next Saturday, September the 7th. All right, up next, September 14th, we've got Cowboy Cerrone taking on Justin Gaethje. Um, this fight's going down in Vancouver, Canada. You've got the number four lightweight versus the number five. Um, both of these guys have been on a roll lately. Justin Gaethje's coming off two first-round knockout victories, James Vick, and then Edson Barbosa. So he's really, really came back on strong after those two losses to Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier. Ever since then, he's been knocking people out. Um, anytime Justin Gaethje fights, it's must-watch TV. Him and Cowboy Cerrone are the perfect, perfect recipe for a main event. Um, I think that's going to be fight of the night, maybe fight of the year. Both of these two, they're going to stand, they're going to trade, and they're going to get after it. And I cannot wait to watch this fight. For Cowboy, he's coming off that loss to Tony Ferguson where he fought him pretty good for the first round and then Tony Ferguson just started to kind of piece him up a little bit. He you know, broke his nose and Cowboy tried to clear his nose in between rounds and his eye blew up and everyone's seen the picture. But um, before that, he had three really nice wins. He beat Ally Quinta in a decision that I thought he dominated. Um, Alexander Hernandez knocked him out with a head kick in the second round, and then Mike Perry, he submitted in the, in the first round with a nasty um, armbar. So yeah, for me, as a fight fan, this is a, a dream matchup. These two, they're going to get in there and they're going to get after it, and you know exactly what you're going to get every time these guys fight. So really, really looking forward to this. Um, I think the significance of this fight, I think the winner of this fight is going to be McGregor's next fight. I think the way everything kind of plays out, um, I think Tony Ferguson is going to get the winner of the Abu Dhabi main event between Poirier and Khabib. And then McGregor's going to make his comeback with the winner of these two guys. Um, so either Cowboy McGregor or Cowboy Justin Gaethje. I know they were trying to make the Justy, Justin Gaethje fight in July with McGregor before he broke his hand. Um, so I, I think that's the game plan for the UFC. Um, I think that's probably the smartest way for McGregor to get back in the mix at 155 is to take a fight with one of these guys and then from there he can call out you know, whoever's the champ at that point and try to get his belt back. So I think this has really, really big significance at 155 because I think these guys, whoever wins, is going to lure McGregor back in and then that really, really makes things interesting. So. I really think we're going to find out a lot more about the 155 division and McGregor's future after the Abu Dhabi fights on September 7th. So really, really looking forward to those. All right, next we've got UFC 243 going down in Australia at Marvel Stadium. You've got uh, Robert Whitaker taking on Israel Adesanya in the middleweight championship fight. Also on that card, we've got um, Raging Al Iaquinta making his return against Dan Hooker. That'll be a good fight at lightweight. Um, you've got Holly Holm versus Ra Raquel Pennington on that fight. Um, we've got Ty Tulavasa making his return after two losses. Um, he's always very fun to watch, so that should be interesting to see how he returns. Um, I want to dive into these fights just briefly and kind of give you some early thoughts on these. 
So with the um, Israel and Robert Whitaker fight, Israel had an incredible year last year. He's got five wins in a row at middleweight. Um, you know, he took out some pretty big names along the way. Derek Brunson, um, Anderson Silva, and then he had that crazy war with Kelvin Gastelum. So um, really, really looking forward to him squaring off first Robert Whitaker. I, I think they said it's going to be something crazy, like a sixty or 70,000-seat arena stadium. Um, so that should be a pretty crazy scene. And then you've got Robert Whitaker, who's on an eight-fight win streak at middleweight. Um, he's had you know a couple health issues over the last year or so that hasn't allowed him to fight. This will be about a year and three months, you know, since his last fight with Yoel Romero, which was a very very close fight, back and back and forth, five round fight. Um, so yeah, stylistically, I think these two match up you know really well. Whitaker's very very balanced and good everywhere, and then Israel is you know one of the craziest strikers that. The UFC has ever seen. Um, so yeah, really, really looking forward to this. And then it just came down the pipes um, yesterday that Darren Till got scheduled to fight Kelvin Gastelum in Madison Square Garden on November the seventh or November the second. So um, yeah, this is a huge fight. And then you know a month later, you got those two squaring off. So middleweight just got even crazier. You had the big fight with um, Yoel Romero and Costa a couple weeks ago, and now you throw Darren Till and Kelvin Gastelum back into the mix. Um, you know, middleweight's better than ever, I think. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that card. And then uh, with the Raging Owl and Dan Hooker fight, um, Raging Owl's back at number six. You've got Dan Hooker coming in at 14. Um, Dan Hooker's coming off a really, really big knockout of James Vick. I was actually front row for that in uh, San Antonio. But yeah, he looked really good. And then Al had a good couple last years. He had that uh, decision loss to Cowboy where he got beat up a little bit. But before that, he had a dominant performance against Kevin Lee. And um, he took Khabib five rounds, which no one's really done. So um, yeah, that should be a good matchup. Um, so moving forward after that, you've got um, Chris Weidman taking on Dominic Reyes. Um, and then you've got Zabit versus Calvin Cater. All of that is on the UFC on ESPN October 18 card in Boston. Um, the Weidman versus Reyes, I think that's going to be, you know, the winner of that's got a really good chance to being John Jones next fight. I know Dominic Reyes is calling for it. Um, Chris Weidman's moving up from middleweight, so it'll be interesting to see what he does at 205. Um, Reyes has gone on a nice little win streak. Him and Johnny Walker kind of making their rise uh, pretty quickly up through light heavyweight. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that, that goes down. Um, and then Zabit versus Calvin Cater. Zabit, you know, very, very, very talented. Um, he's on the rise at, at featherweight. Calvin Cater's very, very tough. So we'll see how that goes down. I, I thought they were trying to make Zabit versus uh, Brian Ortega. That would have been a more interesting fight to me. But, um, you know, Calvin Cater's tough, and that should be a really good fight. So those fights are going down October the 18th. And then the last card I want to go over briefly is uh, the Madison Square Garden card. 
I'm actually going to try to go to that one. I think that's going to be um, really good. But you've got Johnny Walker versus Corey Anderson. Another, you know, huge fight at 205. Um, after those two cards, uh, October 18th and the November uh, second cards, you should have a, a lot better picture of what's next for John Jones at uh, light heavyweight. But we've got um, that fight. Also, you've got the Black Beast taking on this Blagovoy. I can't say his last Russian name, but uh, yeah, Derek Lewis making his comeback off of uh, knee surgery. So that should be interesting. Um, also, like I mentioned before, you've got the Darren Till and Kelvin Gastelum fight. Just got booked on this card. Um, that's a very, very interesting fight. It's going to be interesting to see what Darren Till does you know not having to cut that weight I think he was just kind of killing himself cutting down to 170 so yeah he should look huge fighting up at 185 and that'll be very very interesting to see how he does he's coming off of uh, two losses one to Tyron Woodley and then he got knocked out by George Masvidal so um, this is kind of a must win for for him um you know, three losses in a row is very, very hard, especially at the top level. Um, you know, for Kelvin Gastelum, he came off that war with Israel Adesanya. Um, I think it's going to be a contender for fight of the year. So he took a lot of damage in that fight, you know, and Darren Till's kind of been off since his fight with uh, George Masvidal. So it'll be interesting to see those two match up. I think um, if Darren Till can get a win in that fight, I mean, he's right there at the top of middleweight, you know, in one fight. Um, I mean, there's awesome matchups there for him. You know, obviously him versus Izzy, um, him versus Paulo Costa, him versus Robert Whitaker, him versus Yoel Romero. Sign me up for every one of those fights. All right, the last fight I want to go over, um, we've got over in Bellator. They just booked Rory McDonald versus Douglas Lima. Uh, this will be the rematch of a fight they had, I think it was back in 2018. It was a really, really tough fight where Rory got his leg banged up, and then I think he came back and won a unanimous decision. Yeah, I was back at Bellator 192 in January of 2018. So these guys are set to face off again. Um, this is going to be the championship for the welterweight Grand Prix. Um, it's also the million dollar cash bonus that Bell Bellator does. So um, yeah, both those guys are, are coming off good victories. Uh, Rory McDonald defeated Neiman Gracie back at Bellator 222. Um, and then Douglas Lima had that really, really crazy knockout of Michael Venom Page. Um, so that's an exciting one to look forward to. Um, let me see here. Yeah, I think that's pretty much going to cover it um, for the upcoming fights. Kind of a slow week in fighting this week. Um, you've got that UFC China card. And then um, we'll be ramping back up for the September 7th card with uh, Poirier and Khabib. So, yeah, the plan is um, I'll probably be back later on this week 
to just talk about a little bit of uh, MMA current events. Um, besides that, yeah, everyone keep tuning in. I'll be in here once to twice a week to just talk about all things MMA. Alrighty, so Parker Keen Podcast Episode 3 signing off. We'll be back later on this week. Thank you.